Hello, hello, and welcome back to Adapter Pals, where we take everyone's favourite movie series of all time, it's the best series, look at the box office to prove it, if you make the most money, you're the best, it's definitive, and try and adapt it into a video game. My name is Jack, aka A Forgotten Donut, and joining me, as always... It's, it's me, me, Dustin, Dustin a.k.a. Dustin. How you doing, Dustin? Well, I'm pretty excited because we get to talk about, like, just a genuinely good and awesome film franchise this week that doesn't have, like, <laughs> silly issues every other film. Because it only has two. It only has and two, somehow, and they're bangers. <laughs> they're somehow amazing and somehow the highest grossing movies of all time. <laughs> That's right. Thank you for joining us as we ask the question... James Cameron's Avatar, adaptable? I mean, it's already the two greatest films ever made, so naturally, it would be easy to adapt it into a video game. I think. I think so. We just have to wait, I guess, on on Ubisoft, right? That's such a... Housekeeping before the episode begins. Um, Hey Dustin, remember how I said I was a little bit sick, but like I would probably be fine last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got COVID, as you know. <laughs> it was very funny. I listened back to a bit of the episode and like, you know how they say uh, every every podcast is someone's first episode? I sure hope yes. that wasn't theirs, because I... <laughs> you're, you're pretty low energy, but it's alright, because I think I was quite high energy. Yeah, yeah, you evened me out, and I'm back yeah. now. I'm back to normal. You know, it's um crazy that these that these movies mm. are what they are. Because over the last ten years, even longer. How long has it been since Avatar two thousand and nine? Uh, um, two thousand nine. It's been about what is that, that long. thirteen, fourteen years. Yes. This year's oh my god! Yeah, I was going to be like, years, is it yeah. is it ten years yet? For some reason, okay, yeah. No, it's Fuck. not. Well, yeah, it's thirteen years. Um, everyone's wrong. been saying, everyone's been saying, no one cares about Avatar. That movie just made a lot of money, and nobody cares. It's had, and the phrase is zero cultural impact. I'll be honest, I was one of those people. You I were, and so was believed I. it. So was I until I watched Avatar. Hmm. And I watched Avatar last year because they did like a big re-release of it, like they did like a big 4K sort of remaster. I um, regret not visuals. doing that. Yeah, oh. you, yeah, you, you, you should, because um, they you put out an IMAX and everything. I watched it and I was like, holy shit, <laughs> this movie's like pretty fucking amazing. Because I'd seen it like once before on like a TV at a friend's place, and I was tired, mm. and so I didn't appreciate it. I was like, yeah, yeah, it was cool, it was whatever. Uh, but then I watched it in the cinema, full effects, and I'm like, oh my god, this movie is amazing. Oh, it's actually the greatest film ever made, what? Yeah, and I'm like, oh shit, I really, like, I just it, it instantly was getting extraordinarily excited for the second one. Um, <laughs> what a but they made so, so much money. money. <laughs> Both times. How did Both they... Times. The amount of, like... I mean, it's still in cinemas at the moment, as as time of recording. It topped the box office for seven, seven weeks running. Fuck me. And, and only now isn't top of the box office because a Marvel film came out. Oh, and boy did it, huh? But, you know what's crazy? It's still number two at the box office. <laughs> 
it is maddening that Way of Water made as much money as it did. I I never thought it would come close, to be honest. But yeah, I thought it was going to be about like the one point five billion. Yeah, it was going to top a bill. There was no no doubt, but it it just passed Titanic, I believe, and it's heading towards Endgame. That's also, by the way, that means it's past Titanic's... And I'll get into the numbers in a second. So Titanic originally made, like, sort of 2 billion or something, mm-hmm. or 1.9 billion on its original release. It made, like, a lot, but it wasn't its highest grossing ever number, I think, until a little bit later with a couple of re-releases. Yeah. Um, Avatar 2, The Way of Water, just kind of hit its um, 2 point Two four billion dollars on its original run. That's fucked. Um, so you know, just ridiculous. It's, it's very close to what the that's so two point two four three three is. I have added Avatar two billion. Um, and then Titanic was two point two four two eight. So it's very close. And then Endgame is two point seven, and Avatar the first one. Um, is two point nine two billion. So I don't know if it'll hit that, but look, I say never <laughs> at this point. Um, I'm gonna keep eating my words because surely it can't. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. But um, yeah, so it's like Avatar just kind of came out of nowhere in the in two thousand nine. Um, it similarly to Avatar two had like a low opening. I said low opening weekend in that it was like, oh, well, it made like 100 million or something. It did, it did a good um, number, but not, it, yeah, nothing. It did, no, but not an amazing number. People were like, oh, this is not really going to go anywhere. And then it was just in cinemas forever because everyone just kept going to watch it. Do you know what it I just, think? It just, it just was like a, it's like a snowball going down a hill. <laughs> Do you know what I think really helps Avatar yeah. especially? Um, yeah. It's the fact that it's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's such Turns a good out, movie. Turns out, Jack, people will see movies at the cinema if they are good. <laughs> if they're good. Or yeah. uh, connected to a multiverse. And we will learn that, I think, time and time again. Because it's like Top Gun Maverick last year. Nobody expected Top Gun Maverick to do amazing. That made all the money. Made so much money because it's good. It's Because it's film. really, really good. Um, it doesn't matter that it's a franchise movie. Um, I guess that helps... To yeah, initially like fans back in, but that movie's really good. I'm so still yet to see it. I need it to. It would just make money. Um, yeah, that's really funny though. Another pilot movie came out last year called Devotion. Oh. And that's supposed to be really good, but I haven't seen it yet because I just kind of forgot about it. But it stars Jonathan Majors, who is currently Kang the Conqueror oh, shit, in right. Ant Man. Also, also stars um, Glenn Powell, who plays like the sort of cocky dick pilot in Top Gun Maverick mm-hmm. and it somehow didn't do as well but apparently it's a really good uh, really good film um, but yeah it's just a funny funny little aviation movie fact for 2022 I mean look I, I'd never heard of it to be honest but yeah and sort of like um, it's not World War 2 but the war that came after World War 2 right yeah well, it's a it would have made all the money now because Jonathan Majors is like he's the yeah because he's the only good part of Ant Man two. Oh, bold do you want a quick claim. thoughts? 
Do you want Dustin's quick thoughts? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Let's room? do a quick, quick. Four. You've got like a minute. You've got a minute. How much we love Avatar. Uh, Ant Man three is quite possibly the worst movie that I have seen in twenty twenty three, and you might think that that's that doesn't mean anything because we're only like two months in. But I've been watching a lot of movies and a lot of bad movies, and um, and Ant Man three is is pretty up there. I really, really didn't like it. The effects suck, and um, it's a pretty pathetic start to phase five of the MCU. Jonathan Majors is amazing as Kang, but is ultimately wasted in a pretty garbage movie. And that's all I have to say on Ant Man three. I can't wait. You should definitely watch it. I'm gonna, this weekend, hopefully. I, I'm so excited. Adapter Pearl's seal of approval. <laughs> Terrible film. Go out and watch it's it. Just, it's, just, it's just the worst. And I wanted awesome. to get up and leave several times, but I'm like, I have to see this. Because and you, I'm a comic book fan. Look, not to dog you, but you didn't mind Thor Love and Thunder, which I think is I like... finished Thor Love and Thunder, I turned to you and said, that was alright, I enjoyed that, that. I had a good, good time. time. And, and I, I stand, stand by, by that I had, had a good, good time. time. Look, totally not like, not, you know, I'm not just calling you out there, but like, that is probably the worst received Marvel movie in a while. Yep. Compared to Thor Love and Thunder, what did you think of Ant-Man? I would watch Thor Love and Thunder again. There's the review. That's it. That's that's all the review you need, I think. That's what should be on the poster. You know how they have, like, pull quotes and stuff mm. from uh, from reviews? Just have, I would watch Thor Love and Thunder again. <laughs> There's one I saw, and this really, really, like, I hadn't seen the movie yet when I saw this quote, but it was like, the quote in Marvel had shared, this was like, Jonathan Majors is fantastic as Kang. Mm. And I'm like, ooh, who did this review? It's someone called Jeff Ewing. And I'm like, let me go find Jeff Ewing's review. And I started reading it. It's like, it's a pretty undercooked uh, middling adventure, but Jonathan Majors is fantastic as Kang. <laughs> Fucking love and I was that. Like, oh, you guys. <laughs> oh, you little fools. Yeah, so it's uh, not a good movie. It's entirely skippable as well. Like, I think that you could watch. The rest of whatever they have coming out, it's it'd probably be fine. But I won't. This will be the one that I'll, I'll watch. Because <laughs> I think you're it's paying funny. for gold class for this baby. Oh, you better believe it. I'm going Anyways. all out. It's just so it baffled me. I was like, this you kind of fucked up this bad. <laughs> Morgan and I couldn't celebrate our anniversary because I got COVID. Oh, uh, no. never mind, baby. We got two tickets to Ant Man. Have you booked it? No, we. I know you. Oh, we're gonna. <laughs> what a what a wonderful anniversary present. I haven't told her anything. Definitely um, try and get like cheap tickets if you can. <laughs> oh, so you haven't told her my review? No. Why would I? Oh, tell her that I think it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want her opinion of you to lower any more. I don't know if it could. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jack and Morgan. Um, so here's, you, an interesting, here's an interesting thing about Avatar. Oh yeah, Avatar, how good. Obviously there is an animated show, and it's the greatest animated show of all time called Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. And for the past 10, 13 years, people have been like, Avatar, the good one, or the one with blue people? <laughs> what a joke. And then and I'm like, like, I think I've made that joke before. You, you probably, probably have. <laughs> 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 certainly have. It's like, like, what, what if, if it was, was both? both? So, so Avatar, Avatar, James Cameron's Avatar, Avatar 
began, began development in 1994. And he said here that he wrote an 80-page treatment of the film. Now, do you know how film scripts work? I sure do. And treatments are usually about a page, maybe two. Just kind of a rough summary. Oh, no, 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 so a page, page per minute, minute is how a film script works. works. Oh, I meant the um, treatment. Isn't the treatment oh, just like right. the... No, I, think, like, I, think I think you're thinking of like, like a page one thing. I might be. Like, like if, if you do a... a um, no, retract the same words. Yeah. Retract where There's I said I knew films. <laughs> There's a thing, <laughs> thing with like a uh, film script when, when they're at all page one rewrite. That's where they rewrite the film from page one. So you never want to hear that about your upcoming superhero films. No, um, excuse me. Uh, Google, a film treatment is a summary of a film or television show. It can oh, communicate all of the essential scenes, themes, and tones of the project ah, to entice or pitch wrong. to buyers. Oh, so yeah, usually it's about like a pay... I learned this in like media in year 12. That's it. For some yeah, reason yeah, I just yeah, remember that. <laughs> so you wrote an 80-page treatment. Yeah, usually they're a page. A they're meant to be so like thought... just the description. I always, I always thought, thought the treatment, treatment was like, like a like, like a first draft, draft script type thing. thing. No, I think they're called first draft. <laughs> Sorry. And, and well, that, that makes, makes my little thing less interesting, interesting cuz I, I thought, thought script 80, 80 pages, pages page per, per minute, 80, 80 pages is um an hour, an hour and 20 minutes, minutes and, and avatar goes, goes for 3 hours. I <laughs> I actually disagree. I think it makes it more interesting cuz the treatment's meant to be a page of a page, description page, of the page, story. Page, uh, maybe two pages. And yeah. It's like 80 pages of stuff! Here it is, baby. And the fact he put that back to three hours, a marvel. What a man. No, no it's, it's not, not marvel. marvel. It's, uh, it, was it was Fox, Fox at the time. time. Shut the fuck up. Which is Disney now. So. Yeah. So, so it, it said, said that it was... So, so it says here... here. Uh, right, eight-page eight treatment, treatment for the film. film. It's supposed, it's supposed to, take to take place after the completion of Titanic, Titanic which is another amazing film, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it was supposed, supposed to release, get this, in 1999. Oh, that would have looked awful. Would have been real interesting. <laughs> you would have had the... Because when was the mummy with the rock face? The, 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 the mummy with the, the rock, rock is like, like 2002 oh, or so. Imagine all of the those. The mummy 1999 is the one before that. Yeah. Yeah, it would have just be blue, weird, rubbery. Yep. yep. Ugh. Be like, be like half, half as many Navi, Navi on screen. Um, the environment would be pretty... Probably just filmed in a, in a random, random forest. forest. <laughs> yeah. It would have to be practical. Most of it would have to be practical. So, so that, that like, like, presents, presents maybe an interesting um, what, what if scenario, scenario like in, in another, another universe, universe Avatar, Avatar is like, like a crazy 90s, 90s film that's, that's all filmed, filmed practically in Hawaii, Hawaii or whatever. Because when, when they were filming, filming Avatar, Avatar and Avatar 2, 2 I, think I think they, they went, went out, out to like, like Forest, forest environments, environments like, like yeah, tropics, like, like Hawaii, Hawaii and everything, and, and filmed, filmed um, just, just sort of, sort of not, not like, like scenes, scenes, but they, they did, like, did like rehearsals, rehearsals and stuff, just so they could get like, like a feel for what the environment, environment around them was going, going cool. to maybe look like. like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's, there's some, some really, really funny, funny footage, footage of Sam Worthington plays Jake Sully with like the dreadlocks on his head, and it looks awful. Yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they all, all kind, kind of ridiculous because they're, they're in, like, like their... Like, not, not the motion tracking suits, suits, but, you know, it's, like, they're like in like funny, funny outfits with wearing, wearing fake dreadlocks and, and carrying big, big, big machine, machine guns, guns and, and bows and arrows and stuff, and it's quite hilarious. 
Um, but, um, just but just like the amount, the amount of work that went, went into, into making it, it is really, really impressive. Like, like where the digital was involved. Um, absolutely stunning. Yeah. yeah. The guys, guys who made Lord of the Rings, Rings effects. It's, it's, it's incredible. incredible. Yeah. It yeah. is then, um, and just like an accomplishment. Yeah, Especially, yeah. I think, after a lot of blockbuster films uh, made by a certain couple of companies that really seem to not... And I'll be honest, I don't know the treatment of the vfx artists hopefully it was better than what's well, been reported well it's wetter digital so mm. i think that they're pretty good i hope so i don't because... think we've ever heard much negative about the, the work, work on avatar. avatar also it's been like they've been working on it for 10 years like for avatar 2 when you're given so, time you're given like a yeah. vision it is very clear that this was a vision of one man yeah. like, i'm gonna make the best movie ever and he achieved it yeah, yeah. Twice. <laughs> oh, what a just just awesome film! I need to rewatch one. I haven't rewatched one in a while, but two. Yeah, you do. Oh, two knocked my fucking socks off. What a! I had such a big grin on my face the whole time. I had someone so say it got boring in the middle. I was never bored. See, Not I once. was. I would say the only time where I was like, "Whoa, this is going a bit," was in the middle. But I was not like bored by what I was seeing. I was just like. Oh, it's going a bit. Um, I and just I was... never felt it. Yeah, there you go. I was That's just... awesome. Because every time I was, like, almost thinking... Any time I was thinking about getting bored, there'd be one of the most baffling scenes I've ever seen, just, like, on the yeah. screen, played completely straight. And I love the movie for it. Yeah. I mentioned it before, but I still can't get over when the whales have had subtitles i <laughs> just couldn't handle it it was the best thing i've ever seen it's, it's really great, great to watch a movie that it doesn't just hang everything on like, like oh, this, this is, is real dumb, dumb and, and we know it's dumb and you know it's dumb and we know it's dumb together and therefore it's funny <laughs> otto octavius that's what your a name, name. <laughs> oh, murdoch or like murdoch <laughs> what a cock <laughs> I, 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 I shit, shit you, you not, not that's, that's a joke wait in, 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 in three all right so Alright, so, MODOK stands for Mechanical, Mechanised Organism Designed Only for Killing, is what MODOK stands for in Marvel. And so I'm going to compare these two a lot, because Ant-Man 3 felt like a low-budget Avatar, like it's a lot of CGI environments, and there's a lot of big CGI creatures. But there's a joke... Because, because I was, I was watching, watching a movie and they, they say they, 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 they said, said what Modoc stands, stands for. I'm like, oh, that's, that's like Modoc because there's an F in there. That's, that's dumb. dumb. That, that better not be a joke. joke. And, and then two minutes, minutes later, Paul Rudd, Rudd was saying it, and I'm like, I was like, oh, you pretty, pretty dumb, dumb, eh? <laughs> 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 it's, it's like, like yeah, yeah, Avatar has, has, has got, got a material called unobtainium. And that's, that's pretty, pretty dumb. dumb. It's awesome. But, but, but nobody, nobody in the, the film, film says, oh, unobtainium. That's, that's pretty, pretty dumb, dumb, eh? <laughs> what a stupid <laughs> name. They're just, it's just like, like, yeah, it's, it's called, called unobtainium. Get, Get over it. it. There's just... My favourite part is... No, my favourite part. There's so many favourite parts. Uh, one of my favourite parts of number two is when they're like, oh yeah, these whales have uh, a juice in them that uh, reverses ageing. And they just put a full stop on that. They're like, yep, 
fucking deal with it, cunts. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I will. Like... I will deal with it. Thank you, movie. I love, I love, the, the, I love, I love the implication or the idea, or the idea that Earth, Earth in, in the Avatar, the Avatar world, world is probably, probably a bit of a bit hellscape. hellscape. Yeah. Um, like, like it's, it's a, capitalist a capitalist nightmare, nightmare where, where none, none of the capitalists, capitalists age. age. And every... Oh, fuck. Every sort of film... Well, you know, I said it like this lots, but like the two films each time, we, in each film there's like a little bit more of a hint as to how awful Earth must be. Because like, like in the first film, it's like, well, well there's capitalism on Pandora now, and it's, and it's awful. awful. Mm-hmm. I, bet I bet that the Earth must suck if like they've, they've come, come here, here to, to do what they're doing, doing like they're destroying the, the, the nature, nature and they're just, just like trying to get this unobtainium and it's all for making money. And then in the second one, they're like, oh, yeah, this yeah, yeah, and then like, 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 and like, and there's juice that uh, like, stops, stops aging. aging. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's oh, that's a nightmare. nightmare. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. That's not going to the people who <laughs> need it. Oh, <laughs> imagine having Rupert Murdoch forever. Yeah, yeah, too long. It's no, no good. <laughs> so, so I'm like, that's, that's a that's a fun fun thing to think about because I believe that they said the rumor was that maybe an Avatar five, which is well, that's gonna happen. Go away. Is that will we'll see Earth at some point. I'm like, I don't know if I want to see Earth, but if we get to see a weird capitalist nightmare and see it get destroyed by whales and, and uh, forest people, I'm, I'm down to that. I hope a giant whale comes out of the ocean and just slams into Earth like it did that boat. And I... Yeah. Fuck yeah. Some just awesome films. I think the other thing I was, I was, I was kind of worried about that Avatar 2 was, is, is the action going to live up to what the first film did because the first film like, like blows, blows me away because it has these amazing aerial sequences where they're, they're riding the crown or banshees and they're riding around and they're shooting arrows and into the uh, into the the, um, the, the, the hovercraft things that the humans fly in there landing on them and then they're beating the crap out of the people on the machine guns and shooting these big big javelin arrows into them and it's awesome and I'm like how are you going to top that with the ocean and then, and then they, they topped, topped the, the ocean, ocean with the <laughs> <laughs> Fucking just the best film ever made. It's just the best yeah. film. I It's easily one, one of like, the, the best, best films, films of 2022. I can't wait to explore Avatar. The world of Avatar. Being able to walk around it myself in video games. But first, we already can in a way. Do you want to yeah. hear about some video games? Because there's an Avatar, yeah, 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 tell us about about video, video game. game. Well, the first one was a classic movie tie-in, 2009. Yep. yep. Did you ever play it? I never did no. properly. I played it on the Nintendo DS. Ooh. And I remember really enjoying it. It was one of those ones that, like, controlled with the stylus. Yeah. Yep. Like, you run around. But I remember enjoying it. I should, I should have, have guessed, because that's, that's, like, your experience of Transformers, Transformers games, games as well. well. Oh, best game. Yeah, Transformers yeah. on the DS. Incredible, for some reason. Love it. But developed by Ubisoft Montreal, released in 2009, and it appears to be, again, I've never really played it, but a third-person action game. I didn't realise it sold 2.9 million copies. That's That's pretty pretty good, good, right? right? That's really good for, for like, a movie... 2.7, sorry, but, you know. But, like, that's really good for a movie tie-in game. More, More than, than a million, million copies, copies always seems to be a win, win for smaller, smaller games. games so. Absolutely. But the reception was more 
you're kind of middling your sixes, yeah. your fives, one or two sevens. It wasn't received greatly. Now, now, now in that one, one you could play as both the humans or the Na'vi. Correct, yeah. You kind of, you picked your side at the beginning and could either fight the humans as a Na'vi or fight the Na'vi as the humans, which I now really want to go back and play this because I think it sounds awesome. It does, it does sound, sound like, like, a, like, a, like a lot, lot of fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't believe it was the same on the DS. I could be wrong. I think you just played as a Na'vi. Oh. And it's more of a, like, top-down kind of puzzler, but I could be mistaken because my child memory is bad. But either way, how good? There are a couple of other games that probably aren't worth mentioning. There's like, oh, an iOS game released two years ago, and one released this year that I'd never heard. Avatar yeah, Reckoning? It's, yeah, it's like a multiplayer shooter type situation. Anything you can create your Navi, or you can create cool. your human character. And I'm like, why don't you just make this as a console game? <laughs> yeah. Okay, the other one was Avatar Pandora Rising, which was a real-time okay. strategy. But it oh, was, that's pretty cool. It was only soft launch. It never actually finished. Like, it never re- received a full release. It was just kind of a, this is our beta. Never mind, we're shutting down. Which is a shame, because that kind of sounds alright. Yeah, okay. But the big one, coming... I mean, this year or next year, who the fuck knows? I believe it's next year. I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, Developed by Massive Entertainment, which is not, I think, a good sign, in my personal opinion, but Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. I'm excited. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say open world Ubisoft action adventure, kind of your classic Ubisoft game. Yeah. I'm a little concerned. So I'm excited at the concept of a game set on Pandora. It's open world, get to explore, see all the amazing environments and stuff. Yeah, that will be And do some cool first person combat. I'm excited by all that. I'm not excited about it being developed by Ubisoft. And I think that that may be. Because James, James Cameron, Cameron, he's an interesting, interesting fellow. Um, he, he just seems, seems to kind of say whatever, whatever the, the fuck, fuck he wants. Oh, and he's awesome. He's pretty, pretty awesome. Now, um, I, think I think we should acknowledge that a lot of actors have spoken out about how he was in the 90s and 80s as a, as a, as a director who was apparently a nightmare to work with. I did not know not, that. Not, not in, in the way that he was a pest or anything. Okay, that's good. Just, just like, 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 the, you know, like Stanley, Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick, just like a nightmare. Right. So, so I think, think he's, he's, and he's, he's also talked about that, that as well. Like, I believe he was like, I used to sort of blow up like several times a day at, at people. And now it's like, I try and keep it to a minimum of like once every couple of weeks. Um, and I, I, I get, get it, it, making movies is stressful. Um, but I'm glad that he's learned to be nice to his actors. And I think the evidence, evidence of that is that, is that after making, making Titanic... Titanic uh, uh, what's, what's her name? name? Um, 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 I would never work with him ever again. He's a maniac. And then, and then she, she made Avatar, Avatar to with him. So clearly, clearly he's grown, grown as a person, person. And, and that's, that's really, really good. good. Yeah, but, but it's, it's important, important to acknowledge that the man, man is a lunatic. Oh, sure. No, that makes sense. But I love him for it. I do love that he would just say whatever the fuck he wants. But I think he might be a bit out of touch with... With, with other, other areas, areas of media, because like, like he, he told, told the story, story 
and this, and this is, is my, my favorite, favorite story, story I, think, I think at the moment, moment. um so he had made Titanic, and it's a crazy success. It's amazing. And then he's sitting in an interview oh. with with some Fox executives uh, when they're making up turn. Like, look, we think you should cut out some of the flying scenes of the Banshee. They're they're a bit useless and everything, and like they don't really add much to the movie, and we want the movie to be shorter. And he's like, you see, you see this room? We're sitting in this fucking office. Well, fucking Titanic paid for it. So him. yeah, it's like I, I paid for this off these offices and this studio, so I'll I'll keep it in. Thank you very much. <laughs> and then he's like, and then it turned out that that's the stuff that people love the most. He's awesome. He's yeah, just and then, a great dude. And so then, like, someone asked him because Avatar Two is three hours. They were like, oh, um, I oh, you know what if we need a pee? He goes, I just people, I just wish people would fucking go and pee. You know, you got to <laughs> learn that you're allowed to go and fucking pee during a movie. I don't care. Um, I love so he's a lunatic. He's but awesome. the fact that he he didn't cut ties with Ubisoft after ten years is concerning. That's a shame. That's a shame. I, just I just don't, don't think, think he knows what's, what's going on. on. Yeah, that's how I think he might be out of touch with the game industry. I reckon he sold off the rights to Ubisoft. Ubisoft never went back to speak to him about mm. what they maybe wanted, and then he commissioned a game, and Ubisoft have the rights. So they're like, yeah, we'll make it. Sure, sure let's, let's do, do it. it. And look, I'm, I'm excited, excited to explore, explore that world, but it's a shame Ubisoft, especially... I mean, I've heard the Division games are good, but I... Yeah, um, don't want it to be live service. I don't think it will be. It's, but... No, yeah, but it's weird that it's massive. It's it weird that it's the gear. division guys. You're gonna yeah. get gear. You're gonna get fucking random items, and it's gonna yeah. be a real shame. But it's just it's weird that that's the team that's making it. Same as like I think yeah. Massive's then doing a Star Wars game. Oh, I'm like is it the same, same one. I think those are the guys making the Star Wars game. That's why like, the, the the theory was I'm oh, gonna get like a division Star Wars. And I'm like, uh, Star Wars I don't think works in that world unless you play as a Stormtrooper. But also... Is he a smuggler? Yeah, I'm taking how the Division plays and then putting Star Wars slash Avatar on it. What we know about Frontiers of Pandora is it is a first person mm-hmm. open world adventure and you get to fly around on your banshee and you get to ride animals and, and do all of that. Um, I just think that a lot of the gameplay systems are going to be... Um, of Ubisoft and disappointing, so. But we will. Yeah. We, we will. See. I'm still gonna play it because I'm very excited. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I want yeah, yeah. As much Avatar as I can fit. There's also a comic book as well. Um, oh fuck yeah! Okay, so there's a couple of books. I think maybe they've all released now, but they're basically it's a series of comics. Can't remember what they're called. Let me just quickly look it up. But it's James Cameron's. Um, Original pitch for Avatar Two. Oh, I love when, when they, they do, do that. Yeah. So it's called. Just make the side of a comic or the animated movies. You know, just you can have it. Just do it separately. So when Obi Wan fights Anakin, Obi Wan has the high ground. It's called, called Avatar the High Ground. ground. I was like, what, what the, the fuck are you talking about? about? <laughs> I still got a bit of COVID brains. Maybe I shouldn't have tried to throw you. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I genuinely, my, a little part of my brain was like, did this conversation 
Did, did I, I like, like zone, zone out? out? What happened? <laughs> Are, Are we? we I don't know. What? <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's, it's called, called Avatar. It's called Avatar: The High Ground. Um, awesome. And yeah, it pretty much covers the events in between Avatar One and Avatar Two, but I think based on the original script. So, right. I imagine not canon anymore. Probably not. But, but hey, it might be worth a read. Yeah. Especially if you like yeah, Avatar, yeah. which I was, like, definitely planning on reading it. It was just, I just haven't been able to afford it. So I'm like, yeah. I definitely want to. Yeah, things, unfortunately, cost money. Do you and know that's else? not very fair. This is the perfect segue for... You, you had an Avatar story. story. Can... I want to tell my favourite Avatar story. Yeah, tell your favourite Avatar story. Um, you, you you probably already know the Matt Damon one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Matt Damon uh, where he was pitched <laughs> to play Jake Sully by uh, James Cameron. He wanted, he was like, I want Matt Damon, he's, he's my Jake Sully. And was even willing to give, I believe it was 10% of the It was 10% of the film's gross <laughs> If you play Jake Sully. And Matt Damon went, nah, I'm good, I'm an idiot, I won't be in the greatest film series ever made, and to quote him, uh, you will never find an actor who turned down more money than me, because that would have been a disgraceful amount of money. That would have been so much money. <laughs> Fucking hell. But awesome. To this day, Matt Damon accepts every role without being <laughs> And that's where we get the Great Wall. <laughs> and other terrible, that's, um, terrible movies. That's, that's a, a real, real like, Sean Connery LXG situation. LXG is the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So Sean Connery had been offered the Matrix, and he had been offered the Lord of the Rings. So he was offered the Matrix as the role of Morpheus. And, and then, then he was offered, and he turned it down, he's like, no, I don't understand it. Um, <laughs> and then he was offered the Lord of the Rings, and he was offered Gandalf in the Lord of the Rings. He's so like, I don't know, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't understand it. He's like, I don't understand the script, it doesn't make any sense. Um, and I'm like, just turn up and take the money, dude. Um, yeah, and, and it's, it's like, those are, are both roles I'm glad that he didn't do. But so then, he saw how well those franchises did. And then he was offered uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And he's like, well, I don't understand it. But, <laughs> but I'll, I'll take a different mistake again. <laughs> yeah, so he took it. And he then retired soon after that movie. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Because it was terrible. One last, like, actor being stupid. Have you heard the Bill Murray Garfield? No. So, so Bill Murray played Garfield in those terrible live-action films. Yes. Um, because he was offered the script and was told... Like, it was told that it was done by Cullen. And he went, one of the Cullen brothers did it. I'm not even going to run anything after the script. Yep, I'm doing a movie with the Cullen brothers. And it turns out it was just some unrelated guy who happened to have the last name Cullen who wrote it. so funny. And he just immediately was like, I, f- I fucked up. I fucked up yeah. royal. And Swapped the case for a second one. <laughs> I guess it made enough money. Or was it like a Cohen cousin directed? <laughs> yeah, something like that. But, but that's so that's funny. So funny. Anyway, so uh, does, does he not... 
Oh, do, do they not know, know about, about like, like um, a Garfield being a character before that, that movie? movie? I don't know. Maybe it was like, like this is going to be an interesting uh, character study of John Arbuckle and the sad little yeah. man. I have no yeah. idea what he was like. Because Garfield's very much that, that like pre two thousand zero. I would have thought. Yeah. Um, we should really care about it. No, let's not. No, we should. Maybe because I've never really read them. I have never watched those films. Because whenever I read Garfield's, I just I don't I don't get it. Oh, they're the worst. I just remember reading them as a kid, just loving them. I'm like, yep, the comic. I love a comic. It's like three panels and Garfield sighs to comedy. He sure does. He sighs and he kicks Ernie off the table. Yeah, so I'm like, comedy gold. If we did one, it would be a bad episode. <laughs> That's why I think we should do it. Let's Garfield adaptable coming next week. Love it. No. Oh no. Uh, um. So video games. Yeah, pitches. Do you want to pitch something, or do you want me to pitch something? You know what? I'll, I'll go first. All right. Because um, I have an admission. I've been, been pushing this episode for weeks. You have. And we, we keep, keep delaying them. Yeah. And, and I sorry. haven't actually got a solid idea. <laughs> 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 uh, I see. Because what I want for an Avatar game is essentially what Ubisoft is already doing, like a, but without the Ubisoftisms. I think that there's not really much else, like, sort of, at least the way I view it, there's not really uh, any other direction you can go other than first or third person preferably like first so you get an even more immersive view but maybe you have it in like both um like you can switch between or whatever mm-hmm. and the reason why you want to switch between so you can see all the animations and stuff on the uh, on the bench when you're flying around and this is like my ideal avatar game would probably be made by like one of the big sony studios so, so whether it be like the people who made Horizon, um, they have or, very good, like beautiful worlds. Yeah, exactly. Or like um, or like Santa Monica, like, like you know, Santa Monica who did God of War. You know, someone who specialises in. Actually, maybe not them. No, I think I think you nailed it with the Horizon. Yeah, the Horizon guys. Yeah, let's just go with that. So it's like, who makes those games? Um, Guerrilla Games. Yeah, Guerrilla Games. Yeah, so, so I didn't even look that up. I'm just a genius. So, so I would, I would just, just love a game, game that its whole reason for existing is to be, to be the, the most beautiful, gorgeous, um, expressive game ever. ever. And maybe you can have, have VR, VR mode so you can, can get sick and be weird by the visuals at the same time. time. Um, um, but yeah, but yeah, it, it would, would be like, like a big, big open, open world. world. You know, you're exploring, exploring, you get to go to, go to, the, to the, the water, water people. people. You get to you go, get to go, go to the fire, fire people. We're going to be the next one. one. You, get you get to go, go and see, see ones, ones we, 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 now we, we haven't we seen, seen before. before. You get you to get fight, fight the humans. There's a great concept we talked about, like the concept of Avatar. And the reason it's called Avatar is... Oh my god, yeah, we did oh yeah, the yeah, humans, we did it. <laughs> yeah. The humans created like clones of the Navi people from Pandora and they call them avatars because it's like you get cloned, it grows into a Navi body, and then your brain gets put into that. 
Um, so, you know, maybe you get to... You could just play as Jake Sully and experience his story, or you can play as um, just a regular Navi. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. The, the whole point, point of the game is really, 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 like, expensive visuals <laughs> and, <laughs> and combat great. and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like... It would sort of be... It exists for you to explore this world and sort of have, like, an immersive experience playing as one of the Na'vi or playing as a human working with the Na'vi or joining up with them or playing as the humans. So they're kind of like a modern remake or reimagining of the idea of the original game but done by a studio that has the resources to really put that in and, um, and like, sort of... a. Uh, doesn't matter if the game is, is like, like repetitive, repetitive or whatever, it just has to give you that feeling of being in the films. And I'm like, Ubisoft are not the people to do that, but I like that they're... <laughs> I like that they're giving it a red hot... I like that it's happening, I just don't like that you're doing it. Yeah, and it's like... Whenever, you know... Uh, the other studio, the guys who made, like, Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. um, Sucker Punch, they made that incredible-looking game that's just all about the visuals and the story and everything and it's like yeah you just you just make an avatar movie as a game and i think that, that would be great i think, I think i'm gonna, gonna build, build on that because my, my pitch is a, i think quite similar right but, but taking, taking a slightly, slightly different approach in that oh. first off big, big fan yeah just, just get the best developers to do a good game, game. But, but i think Especially after uh, I, I finally, I mentioned it the other week. Uh, it, uh, what is it? Fucking um, Breath of the Wild finally clicked with me. Oh, nice! And especially playing it in while having COVID, I played that game for about fifteen hours per day. That was all. That was just my life when I had COVID. I stopped to eat. Like I got up at nine, played Breath of the Wild, was stopped to eat. Went to sleep, sleep at 12. You know, it was just like... That is that was my entire COVID experience. Wouldn't recommend, but at the same time, it was pretty great. Well, it, it sounds, sounds pretty great to week, week off work. work. Oh, look, it would have been fun if I didn't feel like death. I loved the game, uh, but I yes. couldn't tell you a single thing that happened. My brain was mush. But otherwise, really good. I got, got the flu last year. Mm. And, and the, the worst thing about, about the flu is that it made, made me bedridden. Like, like mm. I didn't want to get up to play games and have fun. But then, then I got COVID. And I'm like, this is not, not terrible. It's, it's not, not good. But it wasn't terrible. And I was able, able to like, sit down and watch movies, movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good. Whereas with the flu, I was like, I was dead. And I would love to be using this time to smash out a couple of games. Not to downplay... COVID, COVID, by, by the, the way, way, get, get vaccinated. vaccinated. It's, it's, it's bad. bad. But, but yeah, yeah, I was like, like I think I had flu was the one that killed me. It's <laughs> the hard one with COVID because it affects people differently. There are people just yeah. really asymptomatic. The, the first time, I, this is my second run of COVID. The first time ah. I COVID, I was dead to the world for two weeks. Like, yeah. just couldn't move. I was aching. Couldn't look at a TV in the same way that you have a flu. Um... But just over a two-week period of just like, I'm dead. And for about two months afterwards, I would find, like, I'm walking upstairs and I'm exhausted. Yeah. yeah. 
Whereas this, luckily, was like, just compacted in two to three days of just your shit, and now yeah. yeah. Like, like, it just, it, even between... Grunzo had a, a backs in between, but like, yeah, it just affects everyone so differently. But luckily, this COVID, I was able to play video games, and then it is all I fucking did. Hell yeah. And I think that a game like Breath of the Wild is... First off, a masterpiece. Give it another go, it's worth it. Yeah, I do plan to. <clears throat> the, and, and I think it's perfect for something like an Avatar game. Because the idea of those games is pure, like, exploration. Yeah. I was genuinely shocked to find out you can just climb anything. It is a rarity when you find a wall that you can't climb, and usually that's because it's a puzzle, not like a... Ah. Not a uh, part of the... No, like, you can climb pretty much anywhere around the world. It is purely, like, you can't climb that because it's part of something that you're about to experience. Yeah. And I think a system like that, especially with a world like Pandora, just gives us this giant open world and let us explore and do anything we want. Experiment. There's, a, there's so much experimentation. Like, around the corner, there's, like, oh, shit, okay, there's some enemies and they've got fire... And immunities to fire. All right, let's find the right kind of bow. Let's find the right uh, ammunition. How do I take these guys out? Am I going to use a heavy weapon? Okay, I need a heavy weapon for them, but I need a light weapon for these guys. What am I going to do? Yeah. And I think something like that would be perfect for the world of Avatar because that is what I want to do. I want to just run around and explore that gorgeous world. Yeah. In the same way of like a classic Zelda game, that you have the the water people, you've got the lava people, you've got the sand people, and we already know that we sand people. Anyway, um, we've got the yeah. You can do that with Avatar because we're going to get the next movies like the fire. That's said, the fire nation, not quite what I meant. <laughs> The fire something there. That movie has a title. It actually doesn't reference. Is it the Seed Bearer? Yeah. I know the one of them called the Seed Bearer, and that's hilarious because come. But but um yeah, I think that you could do that with Avatar. You can go and visit the water tribe and explore that kind of world. Get a little taste of that. Be able to swim anywhere. Be able to climb the trees of Pandora. Get up to those mountains if you can. Ride banshees. Ride all those different animals that you can uh, have hair sex with. It'd be fucking awesome. I loved when when the kid had hair sex with the whale and he had to get it was inside him. It was inside his mouth. Fucked that whale's mouth. Awesome. Because the, the whole time, time I'd been, been looking at it, it, I'm like, oh, where's the, where do you do the hair sex with it? <laughs> and then it opened its mouth, and it's like, hey, inside, I'm like, here we go! <laughs> what a film! But I think that is a... Because we're absolutely going to see more of those types of games. We saw a Elden Ring of just a game where it's like, here is a giant world. Explore. Do yeah. what you want. There are a lot of quests that don't pop up. You don't have a quest log. You can just be like, they'll just be like, oh, you should explore this. And you're like, yeah, I will. Or, no, I won't. Running past, you yeah, see yeah. a little bit of smoke, and you're like, I'm going to go investigate that. It might lead to something, it might not. Who cares? And I think that a truly, like, 
free open world like that would be incredible to explore. I think you would have to do it third person, just so you can see your avatar running around. So you can see everything, yeah. You can see those gorgeous animations. I think that you would have... Like, Avatar... You'd have, have to have a character creator. That's the idea of you know. You got, got your own unique avatar. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I just think that's the perfect kind of medium for a game based on a movie that is like, as you mentioned, a lot of visuals and just look at this cool thing. Look at this cool world. To have yeah. a game where it's just like, look at this cool world. Now go do whatever you want in it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. No, no, I, I like that a lot. Big, 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 big into, into that. that. It would be. Yeah, yeah, I just, and that's, that's why, why Ubisoft, Ubisoft is the wrong company. company. Yeah, yeah, totally. I don't want a world with like 20,000 markers on it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not, not what I want. I think with the success of Elden Ring and, or Breath of the Wild and then Elden Ring kind of like proving the concept of, oh yeah, people want this. We yeah. will see a lot more open worlds like, like that. I hope we do. I remember hearing that the design philosophy of Breath of the Wild was triangles. Have you heard that? Oh, uh, I believe I have heard it, but um, if anyone hasn't, it was a it was the idea that wherever a player is standing, it needs to you need to have a picture as a triangle, so they've always got two ways they could go. They've always got oh, two okay. things that they could do. That was what they were doing designing the world. It would That's be like, cool. we put a mountain in the middle and two paths. That was yep. what we always tried to do where we could. So a player always has, is always making choices, always has agency. And it's like, am I going to plow through this triangle and just go straight down the middle, see what I can do? Or am I going to go left? Am I going to go right? Yeah, there's always like a couple of choices to, to make. And, and I, I think, think a world of just that, that free exploration, exploration. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And hopefully, hopefully Ubisoft and other companies will see, this is what the point I was getting to, the success of Breath of the Wild, then proof that, yep, Elden Ring is basically just Breath of the Wild, but from soft. Yeah. This is what people want. This is popular. Let's do it. Let's but like, what was the work. last time Ubisoft learned something? Um, I don't think the last time Ubisoft learned something was like when they made Assassin's Creed. They were like, <laughs> open worlds are cool, and they and they were like, we just learned how to make money. Um, <laughs> well, it's like it's you bring up Assassin's Creed. We're at a point like in a few months, there's a new Assassin's Creed game coming out, and it's gonna be the deciding sort of, like, that's the coin landing on did Ubisoft listen and learn, or did they just repeat all the same mistakes again? Mm. Um, with Assassin's Creed Mirage, because I'm like, well, if it comes out and it's what people have been really wanting for, like, six years or whatever, then they listened and they learned something. But if it's but just... Yeah. No, of course <laughs> I wouldn't, like, you know... Um, it's but if it's if it's just the same again and it's all the same issues that the last three games it's like all the worst parts of the last three games um all in this new game but in a different location then it's like well they've not you fuck fuck <laughs> yeah this is a bit of a fuck ubisoft episode as well <laughs> and you know what fuck ubisoft i don't want to go that yeah i agree they're the worst they're the worst oh, yeah they're the worst they're not pretty bad, bad. EA is pretty bad. 
Lizzie's Good name names. Yeah. Andrew Wilson from EA. Just the worst. He just... What do you do? He's there, he's there like CFO or whatever, or like, um, CEO or whatever. He's like their big wig. He's, whenever EA is at like an event, he's the Australian dude who's talking. And he's like, hey, this is why all of the shit stuff that we do is actually good. What's <laughs> his name? Andrew Wilson. Andrew Wilson. Look him up. He looks, like, he looks like a villain as well. Oh my god, yeah. He looks like a corporate villain. Um... The one from Ubisoft is, uh, Yves Gilmour. Um. Fuck, yeah, I'm gonna punch Andrew Wilson real bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I watched, uh, because I watched, um, E3 one year with my friend, and Andrew Wilson, like, did his big EA spiel, and it got to the end, it were both, like, I don't understand everything (laughs) that he said, but it was was all bad. bad. (laughs) I can just tell, not not good. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, and he's Australian, Australian, so maybe he lives in Melbourne, Melbourne so maybe, uh, we maybe we could go to China. I think we would. I think it's worth exploring, for sure. sure. <laughs> I agree. But yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> it's, it's pretty, pretty fucked. Oh, also, here's a funny thing, because we didn't quite get into it. Oh, we got into it a little bit at the start. So we've got the Avatar franchise up on Wikipedia. It says, this article is about the James Cameron science fiction franchise. So the Brian Konitzko and Michael Dante did my television franchise of the same name. See, I've told a lot Because, like, did I talk about how I just began to talk about it? Yeah, yeah, we've got got to say that quote. It's a good quote. I've got it up if you want. Yeah. Um, that's good, because I had it, and now I've lost it. So you can read it. Dare you. It is from... Oh, no. Giancarlo Volpe. That one. Um, who was... Oh, he directed a bunch of episodes. He was a creative director, I think. Yep, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, quoted a little while ago, just as Avatar 2 was coming out. In 2004, we learned that we had to change the name of our show from Avatar to... Avatar The Last Airbender because James Cameron already had the rights to a movie called Avatar. Now the sequel is called Way of Water. If part three is called The Firebending Masters, we riot. Which is great because The Way of Water is obviously a a very strong... Is it an actual episode name? Uh, I don't believe it's an episode name of Avatar but like the first series is called Book One, Water. Um... And you could could call call Avatar Avatar films book one, book two, and book three, and it would work in that world, I think. Um, Absolutely, you could. Yeah. And funnily enough, the next one is actually about, like, the fire love people. Yeah. Which is just hilarious. Great stuff. I think that it would be just best. Earthbending Avatars next. Um, But yeah, there will be. There'll be, like, like, the desert. Avatars, right? Yeah, they through the biomes. They would have to. Do we get the, the snow avatars? It'd be great. Yeah, and I'm honestly for it. Like it, you know, it's nice to see, and it'll be even more apparent with the next one. Like a um, an alien race that's not all just the same type of aliens all over the planet. Like they 
change and are different because people are different depending on where they come from in the world. Like obviously we all have the same, you know, physical and biological traits and everything, but it's like someone who spends their entire life living, you know, in a really cold environment is going to be much, much better and much more um, competent at surviving in that cold environment than I would be. So, yeah. I really like the idea of going to an alien planet and seeing and like and the, at the the water the water navi they looked different like they were had evolved for swimming and everything strong um, tail they had like fins on their arms like yeah it's like really big cool. flippers mm. they just looked like they're made of flippers um so yeah i think that that's really awesome like it'd be really really cool to see what the the lava people are like and and then like what the desert ones might be like and what the snow ones would be like i think that's cool <clears throat> I can't, I can't wait. wait. Just, Just give me more Avatar. Avatar. But yeah, pretty much. You know what else I want? Mm-hmm. I want to spin, spin the wheel of genres, Dustin. Oh, yeah. It's, it's been, been a while. It's, it's time, time to spin the wheel of genres. If you're not familiar with the concept, we have a big wheel. And it's just got all the genres on it. Every one of them. Now, it's got a bunch of video game genres. We can spin it. Whatever the wheel lands on. We, we just got to pitch a game based on that, based on that genre. genre. So, so we could, it could land on a, I mean, I hope it doesn't land on, like, action RPG. But, you know, <laughs> oh, we got to pitch an action RPG. Oh, we got to pitch, the last week we, uh, last time we did it, we pitched an idle game. That was a really good game, actually. I was really proud of that. But I'm spinning the wheel now, and hopefully we get something good and not too challenging. Or, no, fuck, I hope we get something real challenging. Okay, I spun the wheel, and we got a party game. Oh! An Avatar party game. Okay, so, the cast, cast your mind back. back. Okay. Cast, cast your mind back to, like, the mid-early 2000s. Mm-hmm. In, like, like, the late 2000s. Great you've got stuff. stuff. You've got, got a lot of games were coming, coming out. <clears throat> and, and they, they involved you buying... Like, like a thing, thing. so you got, so like got like amiibos in more recent, recent but, but like, like you had like, like Skylanders, you had, had like back, back on, on on like the PlayStation, PlayStation 2 and everything, you had um like, like those party games, games. it was like, like a, a, a game buzz, buzz. Game. buzz. Oh, yeah, and buzz. you have to like you get all the things, you gotta press the buttons, or there was like a PlayStation 2 one that was um like it was a sort of like a motion controlled game I toy, toy probably yeah. yeah you use, the use, use the camera, camera and then, then you got to do stuff. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, then you got, got like VR party games um, okay. recently. You got, got Connect and, and stuff, stuff like, like that. that. You, got you got anything, anything that, that the Wii did. Just the Wii as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. You got the Wii as a console. console. You've, you've then then got dance games like um. Whatever, whatever the one that Ubisoft, Ubisoft is, is, like does, does is, just, um, just, just dance. dance. Every, Every year they, year they make another one. Star Wars Connect. So, so, the party game is this. It's a set that you buy. This is really dumb. And it works well, but it's dumb. It's a little set that you buy. You don't need to have a console. It'd be like, you know those uh, Star Wars um, lightsaber VR thing you could buy? They, they sold like, like, like shit. Um, no, no, no. I saw like, oh, it look at, it's, it's like a Force Awakens or something. Star Wars lightsaber 
uh, AR, AR game, and it comes with a couple of headsets and a couple of lightsabers, and you can lightsaber oh, fight. No, this is like ringing about the game. Yeah, and like they were JD high fives for just for for years, not selling. Um, so because it's not proper VR, it's like AR, and like you sort of like your room becomes Star Wars. So you buy like a box, and inside it's got like some some bracelets or whatever that you and your friends at the party can wear, and then you set up like a speaker system in the center of the room, and that's like that would be like the the Navi's uh, tree that they all worship. <laughs> okay. And then you all do some real funny like funky dancing, um, oh, and it's like a real. <laughs> It's a rhythm dancing game. <laughs> Fuck hell. In time to some like some funky music <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's like, like that. that. Yeah, it costs a hundred dollars. Like five people would buy it. <laughs> but um totally feels like something that a studio in the mid mid to late two thousands would try and put out. You're not fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah that's, that's awful to think about. Yep. That's just <laughs> atrocious. Um yep. Oh, you know yeah. what? Potentially a bit insensitive. Oh, I look, I I was wondering if I wanted to cross that bridge. Feels well, wrong in every way. But yeah, I reckon the two thousands kind of like. Oh, that's a shame. It's like, like we, we have, have the technology, technology to do this now. Um, mm, so, so let's do it. And like, I, I reckon because like Avatar has not come under fire, but like people have drawn sort of um. Similarities, and they, they do, do exist, exist between, like, like the Navi people and, like, real-world cultures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, like, well, that, that makes sense, because taking inspiration from the things around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, the same for Star Wars, it's the same for everything. So, yeah, I think my idea could definitely end up insensitive. Mm-hmm. That, that makes, makes it even better. better. <laughs> does it? No, it does no, no. Uh, well, yeah. look, it's, it's a pitch, pitch for sure. <laughs> I think I have to look at this as... I really put my mind into the terrible executive I'll cast my mind back to uh, Ubisoft. Not Ubisoft, the EA guy. I'll be him for a while. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Dustin? Wait, well, he was Australian, wasn't he? So He's Australian, Australian. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oi, uh, Dusty, mate, <laughs> I fucking love the idea. I'm all in because I'm a terrible person. I didn't have anywhere for that joke to go. <laughs> if you want to know why I hate Andrew Wilson so much specifically, mm. um, and this is completely unrelated to the topic at hand, but... um. This guy lives, lives rent-free rent free in my head. And it's because he's the guy who developed it before he was, like, CEO or CFO or whatever of EA. Um, he is, like, the thing that shot him up to, um, like, in the company that got him all the respect is he's the guy who designed the uh, the, the playing card sort of um, system in, like, FIFA. Like, um, what's called FIFA? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he's, he's the, the one who's responsible yeah, for coming up with like that algorithm or whatever it is, like that sort of system, and that's why he is now currently in charge of the company, and that's why I hate him, that's why I can never stop thinking about him, because I'm like, the game industry sucks because of you. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, like that, that is, is a direct, direct line, basically. Yeah. 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 Fuck, okay. okay. And like, so, so I, I, I always never, I never, I never got, got a good vibe from it, but then I was like watching a video about, about how microtransactions and FIFA Ultimate, Ultimate Team and stuff like that are awful. And, and they're like, like, and the man who designed it all, Andrew, Andrew Wilson. Wilson. I'm like, like, no! no! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be Andrew Wilson again. Boy, Dusty, is there any way that we can horribly monetize your idea? So, so we can get, get even more fucking cash out of these Yes, Andrew, yes, yes, there is. Yes, there is. How can we do it? Because, because we, we can sell expansions with each yeah. new film oh, yeah. that, that like, like, are referenced to, like, have, have references to, to the, the, the different, different Navi society in each, in each film. film. So, so in one, in one of them, them you've got to throw, throw water, water on yourself. In the, the next one, you've got to set yourself on fire. I love it, mate. I hate my customers, so if I can get them to actually actively kill themselves, I'm in. So do you have an interesting party game idea? I have got nothing. That was... That has absolutely thrown me for a fucking loop. Oh, Mario Party, but it's Avatar. There you go. Done. Yeah, yeah I was like, if you could do, do something, something on Switch. Switch. <laughs> Snakes and ladders, but like, it's it's like, I don't fucking know. The vines of the tree. Oh, I'm just upset. Okay, you can sell it. You could, you could sell, sell it to schools, schools as well. well. Like, like, it could be an educational <laughs> tool. Like, like oh, we, we sell, sell it to. To, to, uh, like it, feels it feels like, like something, something that your, your PE, PE teacher, teacher <laughs> hasn't <laughs> prepped yeah, the class. Yeah, it's like, like oh, I've got, got this thing, thing like uh, this avatar, avatar thing, and well, it, it gets, gets everyone, everyone moving, moving or whatever. Or it's, or it's like, like it's a rainy, rainy day, so we can't go out for lunch, lunch but the teacher's like, hey, do we have this avatar thing? Awful. Awful stuff. Okay, I have a pitch now. Yes, I have a pitch. So, my pitch for it's a type of party game. I'm going to cast your mind back also to the era of the Wii. Yeah. Yep. And a game called, I believe it was Wii Dare. Oh, did you ever hear about that? No. I'm going to get you to Google, everyone should Google Wii Dare right now. Wii Dare is an erotic, adult-oriented party game for the Wii. Excuse me. Oh! What? Yeah, yeah no, no, it's real. It doesn't yeah. say erotic. It just says it's an adult-oriented party video game. No, no, no but, Ubisoft. but it's meant to be. Like, <laughs> some of the party <laughs> games. Look, look at the pictures. Some of the party games. It's targeted as a sexy, quirky party game? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's erotic. erotic. It's, it, it's, it's not. not. Uh, some of the party games was like, oh, it's for four people, let's say. One person holds the Wiimote in between two people's faces, and you've got to, like, press the buttons with your with your nose. Oh, no, what if you kiss? What if the... Because the Wiimote's dangling. Oh, no, what if it, like, sways out of the way as you're pushing and all oh, your face is touched? So sexy. I don't like the marketing photos <laughs> It is awful! Look, you brought us to this. You brought us down to this level. So I think if we did We Dare with the Switch... Each person gets a a Wiimote, a Joy-Con even, and it is the hair, the hair tentacle sexy bit. And you gotta just like, you gotta smush your horrible Joy-Cons together in a very sexy avatar-based 
Because look, look, Avatar, Avatar it's, it's horny. horny. They're all... I'm not gonna lie. And I, I don't think, think anyone should lie. Avatars, they're hot. We all want an Avatar to step on us. It's just natural they're big and tall and gorgeous. So, oh, why are they kissing, kissing the Wiimote? Sorry, I'm watching the trailer. trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. That's the one. They're supposed to be like eating an apple. Yeah. And then they might kiss. Ooh. This is weird. No, why are you putting it in your pants, lady? <laughs> she's like putting it in her skirt and then she's bent over and he's mm. spanking her yeah. to make her fly through rings. Like, it's the best game. And then the blonde girl, she gets up and she's sexy and she puts it in her skirt. I think, what? listen, if, if we need to make an Adapt Pals Plays, and we need to track down a copy of We Dare. This is awful. <laughs> yeah, explain so... explain how this works with that. It is stripping the guy. It is stripping. This is an IGN commercial. It's the best. You have to enter the parental code. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you can't have kids, kids playing play such a sexy, sexy, sexy game. The comments I... are gold. It's like, Mum, Dad, why is my Wiimote so sticky? <laughs> <laughs> Fun for the whole family. Oh. It's funny when you try to imagine the board meeting where people somehow <laughs> manage to pitch this to Nintendo. Fuck like, yeah, and Nintendo was like, seal of approval, baby. Let's get <laughs> out this. This is weird. You, you should, should see, see the single-player ad. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Nintendo. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I think we yeah. dare. You should watch the, um... Just, just anyone should watch the Scott the Laws video. Yes, it came up. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's so funny. What a great. But, but yeah, yeah, so I think we dare should be a uh, Avatar game. And it'll be an adult art game. That's my pitch. So if I was going to pitch like a Wii game, <laughs> yeah. it would be some sort of hunting game and you're an avatar yes, and you use game. the... No, no, but you pass it around. Uh, yes. <clears> yeah, you, do, like, you do different stuff. I'm not, I'm not feeling horny, Dustin. I'm not feeling like, this is sexy. Did you, did did you, you know, a fun, fun a a horny avatar, avatar fact, fact. Um, James Cameron wanted them to put nipples... Oh. Like, on the, the Navi, Navi, so that they would be more relatable to people. I have a slightly different version. So that you story. would get horny. <laughs> yeah, I had a different version, I don't know which one's true. Yeah. Of, like, apparently the way that the Navi, like, reproduce would mean that they don't have, like, they don't produce milk. So there would be no need for a boob. But they, but they just have boobs? Yeah, and it was like... I believe that I'm remembering this secondhand. Like, like it would have been someone told me, and I'm remembering it poorly. And it was yeah. like one of the production guys, one of the designers or something, was like, hey, James Cameron, you've described them this way, but like, that would mean they don't have boobs. And James Cameron was like, shut the fuck up. We gotta make people horny, they've gotta have tits. No, that's they probably the way. Boobs. Yeah, yeah. It, it is, it's James Cameron being a maniac. He's like, we gotta get people. To be attracted to, to the, we're gonna make them as sexy as possible. Give them the biggest abs. Give them tits. We're in. I'm in. Well, I can, I can see that, that though. though. Like, like, if, if you, you need, need to endear people, an audience, audience to a race of aliens, aliens make him like you know, give him, make him a bit titillating. So then you think, <laughs> in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, 
I could, I could go, go there. there. And then, then you're, then you're, then you're then invested. invested. <laughs> oh. Oh. I have the quote. No, I have the quote. I was looking at the quote. Oh, good. Oh, good. Um, oh, it's not nearly as exciting. Oh, no, it is. No, never mind. It totally oh, oh. is. Um, it was uh, James Lipton posted, uh, posed this question to... I'm reading off the Huffington Post. Uh, posed this question to James Cameron while taping an upcoming episode of Inside the Actors Studio. Yeah. Um, and James Cameron paused and said, because this is a movie for human people. He boiled it down to, let's focus on things that can create... Otherness that are not off-putting. This is not the first time that James Cameron has discussed his character's non-functional sexual attributes. Here we go. Quote, right from the beginning, I said, she's got to have tits, even though that makes no sense because her race, the Navi, aren't placental mammals. He told Playboy magazine. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Incredible. So how do they reproduce then? Do they? I don't know. Because the thing with that, I think they just don't have milk. I think it's like they're not placental mammals, and I'm not clever enough to know what that means. Because I'm pretty sure that there is there's a couple of different versions of the original Avatar. One of which is like an extended cut. Then there's the theatrical cut, and then there's one that has a sex scene. And the sex scenes just boil down to them frolicking a bit in the regular cut. Like, they frolic and they put their hair together. But I think that there's an extended version of the sex scene which, you, which like is not, like, released. But it was sort of... Um, it's a thing that was filmed. Um, and, like, well, if you have two aliens having a, having a sex and they look like people, presumably it just looks like people having a sex. Yeah, I think. Maybe I'm making this up because of my own perversions. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's fair to assume that James Cameron is the one for avatars, and I'm yeah. willing to believe you. Yeah, I'm here for it. Why not? Let's, Let's end this episode before we dig ourselves into uh, further. That's like, a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, this, this has ended so weirdly. <laughs> people wanted to find you, where would they look? You, you can, can find me simping for avatars at a forgotten donut on Twitter. You can maybe find me occasionally on Twitch at twitch.tv slash a forgotten donut. And I'll write those YouTube videos one day, but who knows when. What about you, Dustin? I was right. In the re-release, they kiss oh, yeah. and get quite intimate, but the scene is brief and it cuts the next morning. It did have the hair sex scene originally. Yeah! Ha! I'm not a pervert. No. Yeah, though, but just, just a correct pervert. <laughs> Anyways, if you wanted to find me, I um, I think we talked about it last week, but an exciting and real, real development for me is I am now a writer, writer on the Tolkienology blog, tolkienology.com. Um, so so I've, I've done, done my first, first article to review of the first Hobbit, Hobbit film, so you can, can find, find it there. It's uh, just, just like the... the um, author is Dustin Caldwell, not Dustin, a.k.a. Dustin. Um, well, well, I thought, thought about, about it, and then, then I was like... No, 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 use your actual name. Let's be professional about this. Um, 
Yeah, and people who listen to this already know my actual name. Um, yeah. I also last week did an appearance on uh, James T. Keegan's The Last of Us Recap Show. Uh, so you can find that on YouTube, YouTube if you think, think you, if you want to have a listen to it. Um, the, the feedback, feedback that I got from James was maybe our best discussion yet. Something like, <laughs> that's right, that's all me, baby. <laughs> all you, baby. And you can find the yeah. description. Uh, there's links in the description. Hell yeah. That was a really, really great experience, by the way. Like, James is a wonderful host. Uh, all the other guys. Yeah. All the other guys were, like, really, really lovely to talk to. Like, we talked, you know, for about ten minutes, like, pre-show. Just, like, got to, like, you know, I got to know everyone. And a very welcoming. Um, I had a bunch of internet issues just because we're in Australia. And they're in the UK and America. And, like, they were so so good about it. Yeah. It was such an awesome time. So, big, big, big thank you. Um, It was just a really, really great way to spend my morning. Um, otherwise, I do have a Twitch, which is Dustin, aka Dustin, on Twitch, and that's the same on YouTube. It's just Dustin, aka Dustin. Fuck yeah! Well, hell, if you want to yeah. find the podcast, I'm not forgiving this time. I almost did. If you want to find the podcast, you can find us at Adaptiles on Twitter. You'll find all the links to new episodes. You'll find any updates if we've got to delay something. Uh, there may be a delay. Hope probably next week or two. We might have to take a little break just because we've got things going on. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we'll be back next week fingers crossed but we'll have to see and um you can also email us at adaptalspod at gmail.com send us your ideal avatar game pitch we would love to hear hell yeah and I believe that means I can hear everything I think I do so thank you everyone for listening much love chat to you next time